following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton, and I want to talk to you about something that is near and dear to my heart today. I want to talk about why character matters when you're dealing with subjects such as sex trafficking, sextortion, that's blackmail with a photo, social media exploitation, or child pornography. You know, people often come to me, especially parents, after I've talked, and uh, I haven't done that in person for a long, long time, thanks to COVID, but, uh, you know, after I've shared with them about how all of this grooming process works, as many of you know, I've written a book called Seduce, the Grooming of America's Teenagers, and we talk about how the grooming process works. And I've been in this business about 12 years, and people will say, What makes one person more vulnerable, more likely to be exploited, more easily recruited or groomed? And the bottom line, I believe, has to do with the concept of character. Now, I want to make something real, real clear before we dive in here. I am not suggesting that victims of sex trafficking do not have character. I'm not suggesting that at all. However, I do believe that what makes you more vulnerable or less vulnerable is whether or not you're willing to take chances, whether or not you're willing to compromise, whether or not that you're willing to to, uh, be adventuresome and try risky things. I'm not saying you shouldn't try something new, but if if your gut tells you something's risky, then there's really something to listen to in there. And I believe that oftentimes people don't realize the importance in concentrating on the concept of character when raising children. Now, it's real easy for me to tell other people how to raise children. I haven't raised any lately. Um, and so, and it is a different world out there. But the concept of character is at the core of all the recruiting processes. Let me uh, just share with you. I've shared it on other shows, but I, I think it's an important place to start. I remember about three or four years ago, I was at a conference on sex trafficking, and I heard a survivor speak to the audience. Since she shared it to the audience, I am assuming that it's okay to reshare it. And I'll never forget her. She was really a classy lady, really a classy lady, Um, very attractive, very smart, um, very uh, humble, but also very uh, well put together emotionally. So she obviously had been on her journey to recovery for some time. 
And I think that's important if you're going to invite a sex trafficking survivor to speak, that they don't concentrate on all the exploitation, but they also concentrate on the recovery process because there are many similarities in our lives. Uh, Many of us have not been trafficked, but we've been on a personal growth journey. And that journey is what kind of person do we want to be? I remember her because she said um, at the time, I remember what she said at the time is that she said that that uh, she met a guy and she was crazy about him. And, you know, she really, really wanted a relationship with him. And, uh, you know, as she began to talk with him And she really, you know, was willing to pull out all the stops to make that relationship happen. That is the first sign right there that you're going to be in some sort of trouble, by the way. If you're willing to lower your standards for a relationship, that's probably not a relationship that you're going or should be in. But she said that after she dated him a bit, he wanted her to have sex with his friend. And she said, I don't do that. You know, I really don't do that. And he's like, yeah, but you're really hot and he really likes you and he's willing to give me some money. And I think it'd be really cool to to do that. And maybe I'll watch and like that. And she finally gave in and she said, okay, I will do this, but I won't do that. And as the relationship progressed, he began to have her having sex all the time for money because he needs the money. And, you know, he's treating her like, oh, we're in business together and you're really good and you're really hot. And, you know, this way we can you can help me out here. I'm about to get a job, but I can't pay my bills right now. And and she said, I'll do this, but I won't do that. And pretty soon she's out doing eight, 10, 15 guys a day and he's taking all the money and he's telling her and he's starting to beat her. And there's other girls and and these these sex buyers are requiring her to do just some of the most god-awful things. And, you know, that is one of the things that people don't realize in sex trafficking. We all have a kind of a tendency to think that we're talking about pretty women and and you're just going to make love. When these sex buyers are paying money, they want what they want and they want it a certain way. And it's pretty gross in many cases. In many cases, they feel like they have the right to do it because they're paying, number one. And number two, their wives won't let them do that. That's why they're going to someone else. And she would say to herself, okay, I'll do this, but I won't do that. And she said, one day I woke up and I realized there was no more that. And I'll always remember that woman because she had recovered nicely. She really was a beautiful woman and a strong woman with a good sense of character. And I'll always remember that because I thought if we could just share that with young people early on in their lives, the value of their own character, the value of their own body, the value of having a quality relationship where nobody gets exploited, where all things are done in a way that enhances and respects each other. Then you have a quality relationship 
and you do not have sex trafficking or blackmail with a naked photo. And so as I talk about that, I want to talk about the importance of raising kids with character. Whenever I go speak, a lot of times I used to anyway, before all this COVID hit, but uh, whenever I go speak, I look out in the audience now, you know, that's a judgment call based on surface. You you don't really know the people. But you see the girls with, the you know, the boobs hanging out, and they're, you know, 13 years old, and they're wearing these risque clothes to school. They got their little butt cheeks hanging out, and, you know, they're th- throwing around the F word. What you see there is someone who's highly defensive, and not exhibiting strong character. In other words, their self-image is to a point where they believe, in fact, I had one girl tell me, we were talking about sending naked photos and where naked photos go when you hit send. And uh, I had one girl tell me, well, you have to send a photo out, a naked photo, or they won't go out with you. And you say, well, what kind of date are you going to have here? Because they've already evaluated you as a character or lack of character that you most likely are going to be able and willing to compromise right off the bat because you already have. Once you send that naked photo, you are sending a billboard out that says there's very little I won't do to get your attention. One of the things that I know in the grooming process is that pedophiles and predators, gangs, cartels, pimps, they're all looking for a person with a weakness in character, somebody they can exploit. Many, many years ago, when I first got in the business, we uh, interviewed some pimps. And uh, we asked them, what do you look for? What tells you that a girl especially is going to be someone that you can groom and recruit. This one guy, this was back before uh, social media was as crazy as it is now. And this one guy said, well, I go to the mall, I, I start flirting, and I'll tell a girl she's really hot or she's got great eyes. And if she looks down and starts to turn red, he said, it may take me a little bit, but I'll get her. I'll be able to wear her down. You know, as opposed to a girl who looks him in the eye and tells him to flip off, I'm too good for you. You know, I'm not falling for this kind of sleazy crap. And that is really where it's at. I I really hope that we can teach our young people, because keep in mind, they are getting their relationships online. I want them to find that warrior inside themselves. That strength of character. I often say, I want you so strong that you look at these guys and tell them to flip off or some other less Christian term. I don't care what language they use. The point is, I want our kids to understand that what any pedophile or any pimp or any predator is looking for is low-hanging fruit. Those people willing to compromise. Those people willing to take a chance. They're looking for people who want to be loved, who want to be liked, who want a pat on the head. They're looking for kids who are bored. They have. There's all kinds of things that we published out there. I'm bored. My dad lost his job. Mom and dad are getting a divorce. I'm staying home sick today. I broke up with my boyfriend. Uh, you know, me and my girlfriend are having a fight. All of those are 
doors to exploitation. Those are billboards put out on the social media superhighway that pedophiles and pimps comb through, and they come through and they begin to fill the void in that child's soul. And they begin to tell that child everything they want to hear. And that child is low-hanging fruit. Even if that child's 18 or 24 years old, the little kid in them wants to be loved, wants to be liked, wants to be approved of, and they will be easy prey. That is why character matters. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are coming up against this break, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, 
video games and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, we're talking about why character matters. And uh, I want to really take this to a whole new level because literally over the last 12 years, I've sat with many parents whose kids have been violated, whose kids are like out going crazy, um, are doing things that they never, ever once thought. And they say to themselves, where did I go wrong? Well, who knows how all of this really, really works. I mean, I've seen some amazing parents have kids just go crazy. And I've seen some terrible parents who have had some amazing kids. And so over your lifetime, you say to yourself, is this, uh, you know, the decision to have character? Is that something in your DNA or is it a an environmental thing? It's kind of hard to tell. I, I know of one family who was an incredible family, incredible family. They, they uh, were quite well-to-do. They had a lot of structure. They had a lot of personal pride. They had adopted a girl who was only one year old when she was adopted. And that's always been a unique phenomenon to me uh, of when uh, people grow up when they were adopted at one. I have uh, someone I know very, very close that was adopted when they were one year old, and they have spent their entire life being a victim. Uh, you know, be, they've spent their entire life reminding you that they were adopted, that they aren't really the blood relative of those people, and suggesting that they are less than. And I've had many conversations with that person saying, you're not less than, you're more than, because you've overcome a lot of odds, and look at the good that you have. You see, I think one of the most important elements of character is gratitude, being able to look at what you have and what God has given you and say, okay, maybe maybe I have less than others, Maybe I didn't get to be born into a two-parent household. Maybe uh, bad things have happened to me, but let's focus on what the good things are that have happened to me. Because in all of our lives, in this young person's life, and I'm not going to say who it is, they have had incredible opportunity all their life. They were married. They had three beautiful kids. They have wonderful grandkids. Uh, they have adopted parents that uh, that love them to death. And yet at every turn, the focus is on uh, the fact that they're less than because they were adopted and not born into that family and maybe even rejected by the birth parent. 
And I look at that and I say to myself, there is a person who is vulnerable to exploitation and, in fact, has lived their life as a victim and gets re-victimized over and over because they put themselves out there of, you know, people need to take care of me. One of the biggest things in life is being able to know who you are and what you stand for and be proud of who you are and decide that you are going to make the most of your life and that you do not want people taking care of you, but rather you are going to do what you can to give back to society. There are two different lines of thinking in that statement that I just made, and it's very, very important to understand the, the significance of that. I remember many, many years ago, uh, I was married for 44 years, and my husband passed away, and I went through three years of widowhood, and I just got remarried last week, and uh, I'm really excited about that, and I'm very, very fortunate to have a, a wonderful man in my life. But one of, the, one of the things that I learned early on is that I get to decide what happens to me. I've often said that I believe that self-esteem is a gift you give yourself, And once you decide you are going to be valuable, then nobody can take that away from you. It's a decision you make yourself. You see, as a teenager, I thought to myself, well, it's something you're either born with or you're not, and I wasn't born with it, okay? Uh, And my parents weren't wealthy, so you don't get it from flaunting money. But one of the things that, that I have come to understand in my life is I am responsible for my own happiness, and that was a hard thing to learn. I, when I was married for 20 years or so, we went into counseling over some issue with the children. And uh, I remember them saying, I, I, I remember saying to the counselor, whenever he does this, it really makes me mad. And he said, whoa, 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 whoa. That is a choice you get to make. Nobody can make you mad. Not him or not anybody else. You decide if you're going to be mad or if you're going to look at that situation and say, I may not agree with it, but I'm going to handle it differently. You see, one of the hard lessons of life is we are all responsible for our own happiness. It's real easy for us to look out there and find all the deficiencies of everybody around us. But we can't fix those deficiencies. By the way, that's why we do it. because we like to fix other people. I tell my kids that all the time. I'm going to work on you because it's easier for me to work on you than it is to work on me. You know? I, I really got a lot of things I'd like to fix about other people, but I don't have a whole lot I want to fix about me. That tells you right now I need to start all over again and take a good hard look. You know? so, but it is an important point in the discussion of character. Because one of the first things that happens when a, when a pimp starts to look for a victim, he starts to look around with somebody that's unhappy with themselves. You know, they have a maybe a little hole in their heart or maybe the parents are getting a divorce or whatever the thing is. Maybe it, maybe they're feeling like they're fat or they've got too many pimples or, you know, that whatever their thing is, they start to look at themselves with dissatisfaction. Now, all of us do that. You know, that's a human trait. 
when you start to get into trouble is when you look to somebody else to fix that dissatisfaction. And that is the difference between being a victim and being a person of character. When you begin to look at your own self and say, okay, this needs to be fixed, but I'm going to fix it. I'm not going to depend on somebody else to fix it for me, meaning they rush in and tell you they love you and they're going to take care of you. I tell kids in school, one of the biggest signs in the world to watch out for is when they're going to take care of you because the minute you put your life in somebody else's hands, you no longer have that power of character yourself because no one can live your life the way you can. And so one of the ways that we develop character is to develop a strong identity. And this is incredibly important, okay? It's especially important. I see it. This is the thing that scares me so much about where we're going with social media. You know, we are putting kids online, and I'm not saying social media is bad. I'm saying that we need to understand the psychological processes as we do this. We are putting kids online as they're getting their moral identity and their sexual identity and their personal identity and their relationship identity. They're 11, 12, 13 years old, and they are now developing relationships online. And every one of us wants to be loved and admired. There is not a soul on earth that is invulnerable to that, including myself. I'm, you know, pat me on the head, I'll follow you. (laughs) I like compliments as well as anybody else. My ego needs them, your ego needs them. It is how it works. But when they're going through puberty and we're putting them online, then one of the discussions we need to have is, you know, why is it that these people, that you count all those likes and all those followers and that you're willing to talk to total strangers on the internet and respond to them? At what point is that, you know, a a person that's going to come up to you and say, hey, will you sneak out and meet up with me? You know, or this is just between you and me. Don't tell your parents. And of course, your kids will will go for that because they feel like they're mature enough to make their own decisions. But what will often happen in this thing is that as they they begin to compromise, you know, hey, uh, you know, I think you're really hot and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I want to see more from you and send me more photos and, and things like that. And as this begins to break down, it becomes a slippery slope. And, you know, every one of us is going to go through that that negotiating process of having our egos massaged. That is one of the things that makes a healthy sexual relationship work is that you can be vulnerable, but you can be vulnerable with someone you trust, someone who will not exploit you. But we are putting seven, eight, nine-year-old kids, 10, 11, 12-year-old kids who are very vulnerable that can be exploited and can be uh, manipulated. And they're doing it because they want that same thing that you and I want 
except the price is really high for them because it is not done in context of respect and responsibility and consideration and commitment. It is being done in the name of a game. And that is where character matters. When a person says, I'm too good for this, and begins to understand that's a slippery slope. This is Opal Singleton. This is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about why character matters, especially in the recruitment and grooming process. This is a a very difficult subject because uh, as I look at all of this, what makes character 
And I always say character really is every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you gain character. By the way, I noticed that some uh, company, I forgot what it was. I've been saying that for many, many years. And I noticed they now have a commercial that says that. And I'm like, wonder where they got that. Wonder where I got that. Anyway, um, but what's what's interesting, and that, that is really, really true. You know, we're never, ever going to do everything right. I'm not suggesting that. But what we can do is try to live our lives in a way that we have pride of personhood. And I think that that's important when you're talking to your children. I think you sit down and you have these honest conversations with your child, especially as they're going through puberty, because they're at a time when they're trying to figure out who they are. They're naturally going to rebel from you. That is the nature of going through puberty, is that they start to become their own independent person with their own independent ideas. Now, one of the mistakes a lot of parents made is by the time that they're 11 and 12, they're fed up with the kid. And as far as they're concerned, they're an adult and you can hit it and go on and I'm out of here, baby. But that isn't true. You know, if there's ever a time a young person needed leadership and inclusion and approval and support with while allowing trying out independent ideas, it is those teenage years. But I also think that you can't just put them on automatic pilot because they're teenagers. I think it's important to have these dialogues about doing what's right instead of what's easy. But this is a difficult conversation, and I think it's a great opportunity for you. I hope that you follow me and kids on Facebook, okay? Because Facebook, um, me and kids, if Facebook leaves us up, they keep shutting us off, and I'm driving me nuts. But, but uh, and they apparently don't approve of some of the stuff I'm putting out there. But and I, the fact that they have the right to just shut me off is. Uh, an interesting thing. But anyway, um, the the conversation really needs to be, you know, who are you? You're starting to develop into an adult. So let's let's take a look at yourself. What kind of adult do you want to be? I understand it's a growing process, but you know, do you want to be somebody who's into music? Do you want to be somebody who's into to dance? Do you want to be somebody who's considered very smart? very funny, uh, very generous, or are you more of a serious person, an intellect person? Uh, You know, what are your moral standards? Uh, That is a decision you're going to make as an adult. You don't just wake up one day and go, okay, this is who I am. You get to decide, you know, when you go through puberty, as you go into adulthood, you're a blank slate. And the exciting part of this is that you can you can be anybody you want to be. Okay, you can be a risk taker, but that doesn't mean that you are a person who is um, lacks judgment. There's a big difference between risk taking and lacking judgment. And a lot of people brand themselves as risk takers when in fact they have poor judgment. And there's a big difference with that. And if you have poor judgment, you're going to pay a price. I was thinking about that. I was talking to the producer of our documentary and I was thinking of an analogy. You know, everybody is against social media, watch out, wagging their finger. And I'm like, no, 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 this generation is going to live and breathe technology. 
But what we have to teach them is how what is risky behavior, what is damaging behavior, and what is behavior with strong character. And, you know, to do that, you have to decide what's right and what's wrong. And our society right now is a big concern to me because we are seeing a lot of things that are wrong be labeled as right. And we are seeing a lot of right things labeled as wrong. Now, I'm going to get a little political on you here, but I just want to give you an analogy because our kids are looking at this right now and saying to themselves, well, this guy's not telling the truth. You know, there is a huge amount of untruth out there. But let me give you an example, and maybe I'm taking off in a direction that will irritate you, but I want you to think about it. The Catholic Church, of which I'm not part of, the Catholic Church is against abortion. They say that basically you are killing a child. But what has happened is that has been renamed as a woman's right to choose. Well, it may be a woman's right to choose, but you still at some point are killing a child. But what they do to our society is they rename something so it's not quite so unpalatable. And it's a fascinating thing to me that that so many people are, are for abortion and against the Catholic Church for saying that you're killing babies. All the time their corporation is supporting Black Lives Matter, which is out burning buildings and breaking glass. Now, I believe Black Lives Matter. Trust me, I do. I believe White Lives Matter. I believe, you know, Asian Lives Matter. I mean, I believe that all of God's children matter. And it really doesn't have anything to do with the color of your skin. I know many people of many different colors of their skin. In fact, it's always interesting to me. If I go to Cambodia, they're trying to be like me, and they're buying all kinds of stuff to lighten their skin. And we're over here buying all this tanning stuff so we can be like them. Skin doesn't have anything to do with anything. Character defines who you are. It doesn't matter what kind of skin you have. But to be able to have corporations say that you know you need to support a movement that is breaking buildings and burning things down does not make sense to me and so i say to myself how do you talk to a teenager and you, i i get this because i was raised in an environment where my mom would say do as i say not as i do and i'm like well what's wrong with what you're doing and if you can't be proud of it why are you doing it <laughs> you know <laughs> And there, that is a, something we need to share with our kids. The truth is, if you don't want to be your child to be groomed or recruited, you need to share with them. If you can't be proud of who you are and what you're doing, you probably shouldn't be doing it. If you're about to send a photo, I would suggest to you that you send it to your grandma first and see what she thinks. Or send it to put it in the middle of your church bulletin and see what that looks like. Because if you can't do that with the photo that you are about to send, maybe you shouldn't be sending that photo. If you're sending texts back and forth that you cannot have your parents or somebody else look at, maybe there's a reason that you shouldn't be doing that. But our society seems to have gone out 
and said that white is not white and black is not black and right is not right and wrong isn't wrong. And I, I don't know where it started, but I look back at at um, Clinton, Bill Clinton, and I, I happened to be in Europe when the Lewinsky scandal uh, broke. And by the way, uh, Miss Lewinsky's really done an amazing job of turning her life around. You ought to go on her YouTube and look that up. And uh, I, I mean, her life went really upside down. She was really victimized and paid a hell of a price there for what she did. And, uh, you know, that, but, but what was interesting there is when our president shook his finger and said, I did not have sex with that woman. Well, of course, it came out that that was not true. He did. Uh, he had oral sex. But now kids will tell you, well, oral sex isn't really sex. And anal sex isn't sex. You know, you're still a virgin. In fact, uh, uh, you know, Teen Vogue magazine put out an entire article about how it's okay to have anal sex when you're only 14 or 15 because you're still a virgin. And, and so kids are saying, well, you know, it really isn't sex. Kids will tell you that sex on the Internet is not sex because you're not really penetrating another body. But you are, in your mind, having sex. And in many of your video games, they're having sex. And so they will tell you sex on the Internet is not sex. In fact, I had a group of people from a church tell me sin on the Internet was not sin because it's not real. And it's a fascinating thing uh, because when you start to go down that slippery slope, it reminds me of the young lady who said, I'll do this, but I won't do that. You see, this is exactly the chink in the armor that pimps look for. And I believe the way that we work with this is that we tell kids, you're going to experiment and you're going to make mistakes. And I'm going to forgive you and God's going to forgive you. And I hope that we can work through it. However, I want you to know that every time you do what's right, you get character. And I see you as being a leader, somebody who wants to be the truth and tell the truth, and live the truth. Somebody who wants to be a person of character because the rest of the world will play, take the role of the slippery slope and they will pay a price. And so I think it's important that we begin to talk to our kids about that identity with character, that that they can be proud of who they are. They don't have to walk around and and show off their body in order like it's a billboard to see what they can get. Because once you start that, there's nothing left. And they need to really understand that. Once you start in a promiscuous lifestyle, then what happens is it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. I think of Johnny Cash uh, and his song, The Burning Rain of Fire, went down, 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 and the flames got higher. And I think about that, that ring of fire. How do you get out once you start down that slope? And what happens is every time you do something like that, it takes a toll on your soul. And you find yourself negotiating with your soul and not being proud of who you are and what you stand for. Once you start that path, you are going to be much easier to recruit. This is Opal Singleton. We are up against that break. We're with millionkids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. Please go to millionkids.org and hit that donate button. We are up against a break. We'll be right back. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and and where a naked photo goes when you hit sin. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the importance of character. Where all this ends up is every time that you take a risk and you end up being compromised, you end up changing your opinion of yourself. You start to feel bad about yourself. And this is the reason why we need the conversation about character, because literally once you start to feel bad about yourself, I believe that dam- the, the fear of being damaged goods is probably the greatest fear of all humanity. And, you know, once you start down that slope that says, I am damaged in some way, I've made a mistake, so I might as well go all the way. I might as well do whatever it is I'm going to do because I'm not... I'm ruined anyway. And it is that kind of thinking that a pedophile or a predator is going to look for and prey on. And so it is important that we start off with our kids to help them understand that sex is an important part of their life. Sex is the only bodily function, the only thing in your life that's connected to the soul. And literally, you know, it will define who you are. You have the most valuable asset in your life, and every one of us are born with it, and that is the ability to have some sort of sexual relationship. But when it becomes a game, when it becomes a compromise, when it becomes a negotiating tool, then you begin to change how you see yourself. And it is that weakness of character that pimps and pedophiles begin to look for and begin to prey on. Now, that doesn't mean if you've made a mistake that you can't correct it and start over and decide that you are going to do it different. But if you don't have that dialogue with a child, then they're going to go down this road fighting the fight all by themselves. That's the reason why I think one, one of the biggest fears that I have is we are putting kids online before we have the sex talk with them. And so they're going to hear about bad sex, negotiating sex, uh, sex that is compromised, sex that is illicit, sex that takes advantage of other people long before they ever hear it from a parent, that it can be a good and healthy thing, and that you can be more valuable because you are a person with sexual character. And it is important to have that dialogue about sexual character. That you are not going to get yourself in a compromised position. You are not going to take down a path where, you know, you, you use it as a negotiating tool. That is uh, a way that you will get hurt all the time that you're trying to get someone to love you and use that in a way to do that. So character does matter in the grooming and recruiting process. I have seen over and over and over, pimps will look for someone who feels bad about themselves, someone who is willing to take a risk, someone that is willing to compromise, someone who wants someone to love them so bad they're willing to take a chance and do something they normally would never do. And all of that is done in the name of being included and being loved. And so I think that it is very important to, to have that conversation because our society really does not promote that much. And that is one reason why we are developing a generation of kids that are easily 
easily duped when it comes to the situation of being into sextortion. According to uh, the uh, University of Florida, about 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed. By the way, that number is before COVID. I think that number is very low. And that, according to the University of Toledo, Ohio, about 58% of them will go out and negotiate with their, their pedophile to get that photo back. Okay, so think about what's happened. 18,000 kids a day are sending a naked photo right there. They started down the slippery slope. About half of them are being blackmailed. So they're going to lower their standards and try to negotiate with a pedophile because they have already lowered their standards and they're trying to fix it without admitting to anybody. And they're terrified of being found out. And 58% of them get further violated because they can't tell somebody else that they become damaged goods and so that is how it all goes and that is why the conversation about character with your child is one of the most important conversations that you can ever have my name is opal singleton this show is brought to you by millionkids.org m-i-l-l-i-o-n i hope you'll follow us on facebook i hope you go to millionkids.org on a regular basis and uh, sign up for our newsletter. You can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. Finally, I would just share with you that we are busier than ever. Right now, there are so many kids online and so many kids that are are, uh, taking chances and paying a price, big, big price. And their parents pay that price also. As their parents sit there and say, where did I go wrong? What could I have done different with this young person? You know, I I hate to see them hurt. I hate to see them go down the path. But they don't seem to care about themselves. They seem to think poorly of themselves. They're willing to try anything. They're willing to go out with anybody. And they are doing things that will cause them a great deal of harm. You see, that slippery slope gets real steep really quickly when it starts with sex. Because the first time you compromise, it's just a small slope. But then you sent that photo and there's the blackmail begins and the speed picks up as you decline into a mire. And now they want money and they want more photos and they want to meet up with you and they want to violate you. And they also want to violate your little brother and sister, which they saw on the live webcam on your video game. And on it goes, and that slope gets steeper, and that child panics and doesn't know who to turn to. Have the conversation first, Mom and Dad. It's that simple. Sit down with them and talk about character in sexual relationships. And having that strength of character, that warrior inside themselves, that they can be a leader and they can be proud of who they are, proud of their body, and proud of their relationships. And that is how we create kids who do not end up being violated. This is Opal Singleton. This show is brought to you by Me and Kids. Please follow us on Facebook. Donate. Please go to meandkids.org. Hit that donate button. And we'll see you next Thursday morning. Put your arms around your kids and your spouse. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're proud of them. And I'll see you at 7 a.m. next Thursday morning. Have a great week.
Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week. Thank you.